0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Oh yeah, better than this. I don't know what I'm doing, I can't do this shit. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Friday edition of the show. Talking Pac-12 football. Kyle, welcome.
1: Hello. Ready to talk the Pac-12. Joe, I actually, exciting news, uh, put together... My top 100 big board for the preseason this morning. I saw that, you chump.
0: So we could talk about some of these Pac-12 players that <laughs> made the list. I wish I, I still got a few guys. I, we have until Wednesday on that, right? So I got a couple guys yeah. I get, need to get eyes on. You know, like Christian Fulton, who I still haven't seen. What are you waiting for? I, <laughs> I'm waiting to uh, waiting to, to ha- not having my day hijacked all the time. You know? Imagine having... <laughs> Imagine
1: having watched like third string defensive tackles for NC State, but not having watched Christian Fulton.
0: It's me. It's me.
1: What are you doing? What are you doing?
0: (laughs) I don't know. First of all,
1: you've made the you've made it official, so I need to congratulate you in the public space.
0: Thanks, brother. Appreciate it.
1: You are having a baby. A baby girl. Little baby girl, you found out yesterday. You went to the doctor. Little baby girl named Rebecca.
0: That's right. She's coming. She's coming in January.
1: <laughs> right in the heart of draft season.
0: My God. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Draft baby, baby.
0: Uh, somebody had put on one of the comments about, um, you know, that they're looking forward to me being sleepless for draft season. I'm like, bro, listen, my body's already ready You don't sleep January through <laughs> April. I'm ready for it. Well, I don't think I am, but look, it's uh it's a, it's a typical non-sleep time of year for me. So.
1: Right, you're only gonna you're only gonna lose so much, and it'll be productivity, it won't be sleep. So it's fine, it's all fine, it's good.
0: It's all fine, Kyle. I just got to get my just be on me when like when we're in mid-November, better get be you know get my reports done. No,
1: because I've been I've been trying to stay on you for three years now to stay on top of your reports <laughs> in November, and you never do shit. Listen. We get to the second week of December. You have the same amount you did the first week in October.
0: <laughs> when you're doing this all-time job, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> I work really hard, people. <laughs> Just know that I work really hard. Uh, but thank does, you, man. Though, we, can't, we can't wait, dude. We cannot yeah. wait. Very exciting stuff. All right. Uh, Pac-12 well, football? I mean, don't we have like a player to talk about for eight minutes before we get to the, to the Pac-12 today? No,
1: I was thinking we actually keep this under thirty-five minutes for once, and maybe we just dig right in. You know, oh, oh, talk no. about the schools. Our prediction. Did we ever go on the record on on who you predicted?
0: Uh for ACC. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with Virginia, Virginia and Clemson. And the winners, Virginia. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. No. Clemson by a landslide.
1: Bet. And I will go – I'll go with Virginia Tech and Clemson with Clemson winning the east.
0: You're probably – not, that's not an official Joe Kyle bet, by the way.
1: No, it doesn't have to be. Although, maybe we'll get down to the uh, the Virginia-Virginia Tech showdown, and if there's something interesting there, maybe we can
0: lay some yeah. some bragging rights online for that. Yeah, some bragging rights. Yeah. little Who's the best prospect in the Pac-12? Let's start with whatever team they play for. Justin Herbert. Yeah, it's Justin Herbert. We See, had a, the Oregon Ducks. Yeah, we did like an entire show on Herbert, right? Like, uh, We did him versus Tua. Um, the only thing that I'll say that's different about what I said there is uh, Daniel Jeremiah did an article for NFL.com with some uh, ex- NFL executive takes on each of the top quarterbacks, and uh, they said that Justin Herbert's character was uh, impeccable.
1: Yes. Yes. Which is good, you know, because yeah. you've heard some of those whispers of "oh, he's a little too quiet."
0: Uh, maybe he is. Maybe I those know, aren't the same so, thing, though, right? Like, but, maybe, if, but if
1: if it's going to get called directly into the spotlight and they're going to say his character is impeccable, right? I feel good enough about it that no, it's not. It's nothing that until I get more tangible evidence that something's wrong, I'm not going to hold anything against him. in that.
0: Yeah, it's it's like I'm sure he's a great dude, but like is it people aren't questioning his character. It's like what what's his assertiveness? Like what's his temperament as a, you know, kind of the face of a football team?
1: Yeah, but I don't have I those get,
0: questions. I'm just telling you what I think people are saying. I get
1: that the the Mariota thing, like that was a thing for Mariota and that's kind of blown up so
0: but like yeah. is that not Eli Manning? Probably. Did you watch Hard Knocks this past week? Yeah. What did in there? You're like a house mouse. <laughs> what well, better fucking execution. All right. Should I have done that? That was bad. All right. No, you're setting a bad standard for your child. Listen, she's in the other room right now. So <laughs> <laughs> There's going to um, be some podcasts, brother, where we're going to have a co-host. <laughs> that's going to be great. I can't wait. Um, um, <laughs> as far as
1: the rest of this organ... Team. Yeah. Uh, there are notice, notable prospects uh, along the offensive line. Uh, they have four redshirt senior starters coming back. Who's uh, your favorite
0: you should... one? Hanson. Yeah, he's the right answer for sure.
1: Uh, I did not like Lemieux and I did not like Throckmorton that much.
0: Same. Same, but kind H- of from Hanson, where they're built. They're probably fine prospects, but not, like, top guys. Right.
1: Like, they, they did not sniff my top 100 in, in constructing a top 100. Same. Throckmorton's Throck probably between 101 and 150. Um, But Hanson, he's weird, right? Because, he like, he has a little bit of mobility to his game, but, like, when he's engaged with players, he kills his feet so much that, like, he doesn't slide with blocks all that well. Right, so say, or maybe you disagree with me. Well, you is, do you think he's a scheme-specific guy? I think he'd be fine in either one. Um, I probably feel more comfortable with him in gap mm-hmm. concepts than than mm-hmm. in zone concepts.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. I would agree with that. I know a uh, lot about this defense, so I'm anxious to get to the defense. All right, go go, let it rip. You watch Jordan Scott, this defensive tackle, who's as uh, yep. tall as he is wide. Yes. I mean, if you're looking for a plug, <laughs> you like his movement? Do you think there's any juice there? Uh, there might be a little bit. Like a little? like Not like Dalvin Tomlinson, Jerron Reed. Like maybe they'll emerge as a pass rusher. I think he's a true just like a, a big body space eater. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, what about Troy Dye? Where are you at with Troy Dye? He's like the C-plus version of Isaiah Simmons.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to give a different name off the top of my head that like I'd feel more comfortable putting him <laughs> in the same sentence with because it's not Isaiah Simmons.
0: Well, I mean, I think people probably view him as a rangy, athletic kind of a matchup neutralizer, and that's kind of what I think about with Simmons. But I mean, I don't, I probably don't trust Die playing into the line of scrimmage quite as much as I would Simmons.
1: All these is long, right? No, no, no. And I also don't really like him as much in coverage either as isaiah simmons i don't think there's i don't think there's any area of his game that he is in the same conversation as isaiah simmons but
0: stylistically don't do you get that or am i just am i in another no i do i do i do yeah what
1: about uh you watch any thomas graham
0: yeah i think he's a really smart football player cover three type corner yep what type of juice does he have? Because there were some times, man, just guys get behind him, and, and, he's and that not, was and kind he's of,
1: not super heavy either. No, yeah, like he one eighty five or so. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, he's probably what? What would you say? A mid four five? Yeah, guy, right? pro- probably so. So probably he's got to so. stay leveraged over top of stuff by design,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, or you better play him with a safety that's that's going to guarantee they've got range to get over top of him and help him out.
0: I also did. Uh, how do you say this guy's name? DeAndre Le- Leomador, I guess. Did you do any work on him at all, or no? Uh, that, is that the other corner? Yeah, he's. I think
1: he's a true junior. He flashed at me, but I haven't actually watched watched him. No.
0: Uh, my, I'm my report is not pulling up right now, so that's not wow. great.
1: <laughs> Fake news. You didn't watch him. No, oh, I did. I
0: have freaking notes on him on You're the draftnetwork.com, but it's not pulling up, sir. Ben, we're Yeah, get I Yeah, gotta get the
1: IT kid on that. Yeah. The whiz kid.
0: Um, check out my report on the draftnetwork.com. You can get all my <laughs> when it loads. All my all my comments on DeAndre
1: Limador. All right. So should we do? Should I tell you who the next best player is in the Pac-12? when we do their team. Yeah, that's fun. Herbert. Next one down the line is Paulson Adebo.
0: Yes. Big fan. I think he I might be my prospect. Yeah, I need to watch Fulton. <laughs> but I think right <laughs> hey, now he's my, he's my cornerback one right now, man.
1: Uh, he is my CB3, but he's 14th overall on board. Really?
0: You yes. have Hall ahead of him?
1: I do. Yeah, we had I this br-
0: conversation off air one time. Yep.
1: I Bryce Hall at 10. I have Fulton at 12, and I have Debo at 14. There you go. A little, little teaser.
0: And Debo doesn't even have that much tape, and he's really good. Yes, um, and he's, he's very instinctual, I feel like. Oh, he plays fast. That's one of my favorite things about him. He, he, he sees it, and he reacts. And he's just a, He plays everything fast, and he's physical. Uh, ball skills, man. If you want to see his ball skills, check out that Oregon game. Yes. Uh,
1: that playing overtime was out uh, of this world.
0: Oh, yeah. Big fan. I think people are sleeping on him. I, I, he's like missing from a lot of people's top corner list. I now, don't get it. Now,
1: the next best prospect on the Stanford Cardinal is who?
0: Hmm, the next best Stanford that tight end Parkinson. Yeah, yeah,
1: That's
0: yeah. I think so. I would
1: say. But I mean, he's he's not. To me, he's not like a top seventy-five guy right now. He didn't have juice. It's just like Caden Smith, but like at least Caden Smith, they played in line. Parkinson's almost never in line. They use him as a big slot guy. They let him beat up defensive backs and blocking. But like I, I watched three and a half games of Stanford yesterday to finish writing him up. And like they were going with three tight ends on the field, and Parkinson wasn't one. of them. So, mm, that's weird. And it's like when they when they went condensed and heavy, and they had their guys with their hands in the dirt. They didn't call on Parkinson to be that.
0: You done any work on Costello yet? Like in depth. Yes, I have. Uh, okay, tell us what we need to know. He's Brock Osweiler. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. He's like he'll flash and he'll grab your attention and he plays pretty loose within the pocket. And you know he's one of these big, tall guys who so he's all gangly and like limbs are all over the place. And there's a little bit of pocket mobility there. And I, I like his ability to, to be aggressive and shoot it down the field. You saw with our Sega white side. But some of the decisions are just so bad and he plays so loose in the pocket that he's got like big time ball security issues that are waiting to show up.
0: Because so, of how
1: he detaches the ball away from his frame while he's sliding in the pocket and stuff like that.
0: So, your first round mock drafts with Costello in them are wrong. Yeah, <laughs> did I do that? No, I'm just saying. I think huh. he's a guy that you know. You know, it's this time of year to kind of just like throw some darts and then maybe cash a receipt. Oh, trust me, I've tried it. Kyle, you not know, worth it, brother. You weren't wrong. Everybody's talking about Lowryki and saying he's not the same guy he was in 2017. Well, if that's the case, I'm coming in like MJ in Space Jam from the free throw line. So well, just be ready. <laughs> he, 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 jumped, he jumped from further back than that, wasn't it? Was it a half court? I don't know, felt like it was long. <laughs> his arm, I, I just remember his arm just, just extraordinarily extending. Got you know? two Monstars wrapped around his waist. <laughs> That'll be
1: me if Lewerke ends up not being total shit as a prospect.
0: Touche. Touche. Anyone else on Stanford? Am I forgetting here? Walker Little. Oh, the tackle. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's
1: actually – here's a fun fact. He's actually a guard, but they're playing him at tackle. And people don't realize he's a guard yet because they haven't really watched his tape yet. But I think he has to play inside at the next level.
0: You have a comp there?
1: No. I've been doing pretty good this summer with coming up with some comps that I like. Yeah. Like the Curtis Weaver to, to Derek, Derek Barnett, Barnett and yeah. uh, Costello to, to os Like I like a lot of comps I have, but I do not have a comp for Walker little that I like because I don't think he has a high ceiling at guard either. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, he's got a lot to clean up this year to change my mind that he's like a top five offensive line prospect this year.
0: He has fans.
1: He does have fans. Who's and it's player? one of those ones where, you know, if, if you want to buy into what he can be, then sure, maybe you can get a little excited about him, but I'm electing to be a little bit more reserved on him.
0: All right. Who's the third best corner prospect, excuse me, in the Pac-12?
1: LaVisca Chennault.
0: Yes. Yeah, but I, he's a little lower for you. I like, I like him a little more than you do, I think. Yeah, I got him like t- between 25 and 30 on the board um he yeah he might be more 15 to 20 i'm real i'll say this i'm really nervous about holy crap the slide outs have a different look on the website have you seen these dude no dude check them out right now there's a different color scheme it's nice (laughs) that
1: looks sweet right
0: (laughs) should read my own reports more often (laughs) uh yeah this is pretty cool good job rob our graphic designer he does a nice job um, I like Chanel I'm real nervous about his injuries though man like he's got a long list of like he's dealing with this toe thing right now yeah and I like uh he had a off-season surgery for turf toe and a torn labrum and I man, I just when you lot. have when you have like receivers with foot problems I don't know if it's the Sammy Watkins things but it scares me to, to death it really does which is ironic because my comp for LaVisca all is Sammy Watkins. Yeah, it is. I mean, I think I think Chennault's a three level threat. I think he's super dynamic with the ball in his hands. Um, I think he's a true alpha. Like, just he's super competitive. Um, I hate the way he was used in this offense. I hope it's a lot different this year. I mean, he played a lot of like almost like an H back role. Um, but I think he's a really dynamic weapon that it gives good size, good athletic ability, good strength, physicality. I think he catches the football well outside of his frame, he has good ball skills. I just want to not be concerned about his health, I, and, and I don't know if I can be. And he's got a big step to to take, right? Like, in terms of what he's going to be asked to do in the NFL compared to at Colorado, there's going to be a right. lot on his plate to adjust. So it's he's he's not as clean as some of the other top receivers.
1: No, I don't think so. So, but I, I have read that they're expecting him to be, um. A little bit more pro style this year, which is promising to
0: read. Kyle, I have bad news. What's that? Ian Rappaport. Derwin James will be out a significant amount of time. No. He injured his foot yesterday. That sucks. Yeah, that sucks bad. Damn it. Damn Can it, you just dude. Shut down the pod. I don't know. Then this is tough. Like, I mean, not so like, go get some, but damn. blows. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. <sighs> okay. Back to. Uh, How about Steve to- Montez?
1: You got anything good to say about Steve Montez, uh, quarterback for uh, Colorado?
0: I have notes on Steve Montez. Um, they have a, a while I'm pulling those up, um, they have a little uh, receiver, Katie Nixon, who's fun uh slot guy uh but he's got some he made some plays on the field he's a pretty explosive guy keeping on him as a sleeper um I mean Montez is one of those checks the boxes looks like a quarterback type players um I think he, I have positive notes here about his pocket pocket awareness and his ability to navigate the pro, the pocket you keep him in the rhythm I think he can be fine he has good uh, physical tools in terms of his ability to throw the football with tempo and pace um my issues are what? Here they are. Ball placement is erratic. Field vision is questionable. Uh is uh, a point and shoot passer with a lot of room for growth in terms of anticipation skills and he's not the most athletic for his style of play. So
1: well and he uh, used to be more athletic but he added some weight. Like he bulked oh, up big time. Yeah.
0: He's 6-5 so like
1: yeah. what was he at? He was lean. He was really lean really? initially. Uh here's Dude. my question. Is he better than Sifo Lufal?
0: Oh God, yeah! They wouldn't even let Sifo Lifo like play in the Senior Bowl game when he was there.
1: Didn't they get a quarterback hurt, and like oh. they still didn't let Lufo throw the ball? What a
0: crap player, dude! Like, oh, like he, <laughs> one of the worst quarter. Like he's like one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen at the Senior Bowl. Wow! And I think everyone knew it right away, right? Like, yeah, it was him and uh, along here.
1: Him and what was uh, Trey Pipkin? Or
0: Antonio I, Pipkins.
1: Antonio Pipkins.
0: I'd rather have Pipkins, man. No,
1: that's a bad take. Give
0: me Lucas. Really? Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I can have Pipkins, and he can play a different position. Lufo can't move, man. He's like a I mean, grandfather playing, playing the field for me. So. No, horrible. I, Montez, like, is, he's more interesting than Clayton Thorson, I think, is like a better conversation.
1: Yeah, and I think, I that, think, he, I is. think he is.
0: I think he is. Yeah. I think he's got a
1: better arm than Clayton Thorson does. Yeah, yeah. So lock him in to get drafted in the sixth round because he's 6'5 and has a decent arm.
0: Poor went out for Danny Etling.
1: Yeah. Actually, didn't he get signed by the Falcons? Yeah, they picked him up on waivers. What? (laughs) Oh, the guy keeps making money. How? Okay. Is he getting picked up as a wide receiver or as (laughs) a quarterback? That's the real question. Uh, why, Why is it even a thought? Oh. You ready for the next one? Yes, please. The next best prospect in the Pac-12 is Jalen Johnson, the corner from Utah.
0: How well, high are not, you on him?
1: I have a hot take. All right. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm not as high on him as a lot of our friends are uh, in football media. How's that? Uh, I have him 42, so top 50 type type player, but. If I told you within ten spots on my initial board I have another Utah Ute, would you know who it is?
0: Is it that uh, that? No, I. They have a defensive lineman, don't they?
1: Tackle? They have two. They have an end, Bradley and I, and they have a defensive tackle, Lecky Fotu.
0: I bet you it's that guy, Fotu.
1: It is Fotu.
0: Yeah.
1: That dude's a house, man. Holy cow! <laughs> this utah front they're gonna punch people in the face all year long do not tell me the pac-12 does not play defense because utah like very quietly has four nfl prospects on their defense bradley and i number six their pass rusher lecky foe for me just missed my top 50 he is super stout super physical he's like six four three thirty five um but he's got some mobility to him too, some short area quickness. Jalen Johnson, who's very physical, very uh, dense, very long. I don't think he's the best mover in space. I think his transitional quickness uh, is an area that he can be exploited if you play him in space. And then uh, free safety Julian Blackman is another safety for them uh, to keep an eye on, Uh, another pretty solid player. Uh, So Utah's defense, for NFL draft prospects as far as I'm concerned this year.
0: Nice. Nice.
1: Bet you didn't know you were going to get a whole bunch of Utah Utes. We didn't even talk no.
0: about Zach Moss. Oh, running back, yeah. Yeah. You fan?
1: Big fan. Zach Moss um, also just missed my top 50. We haven't named a Washington Husky yet, huh? We have not, No. My top Washington Hussey – Listen, Trey Adams would be up there if he didn't have the medicals. Yeah, right? it's concerning. Yeah, I mean he he's at the point now where he had a knee, he had a back issue, and I think the medicals are really going to ding him throughout the pre-draft process, assuming he even stays healthy this year. Because he only did he only come back and play the bowl game this year.
0: Yeah, it's a couple. Yeah, maybe a game or two at the end. It's like, and we were expecting big things out of him, and it's like a, just before the Auburn game, he didn't play, and then afterwards, it's like. No, he's got a back problem, going to keep him out the whole year, like yeah. what? Yeah, he's coming off. He was coming off an ACL tear, right? Yes, coming off the
1: ACL tear, and then the back injury happened. Hey. Um, my top Washington Husky is Jacob Eason at sixty-eight.
0: Uh, have you done Aaron Fuller yet?
1: I have done Aaron Fuller. Uh, Aaron Fuller for me,
0: wide receiver. By the way, people.
1: Yes, he's kind of cut from the same cloth as. Um, What's his name that just came through there San Francisco? Pettis? Yeah, yeah. Dante Pettis. He's cut from the same cloth as him. Uh, where are you at? Aaron Fuller, I've ninety.
0: Okay. So oh, he's in there.
1: And Trey Smith was or Trey Adams was at um, ninety-three. So I have three Washington Huskies in the top one hundred.
0: Very good. Very good.
1: Uh, um, real quick about uh, Jacob Eason. Washington still has not named a starting quarterback and that's a problem. Like if you're coming from Georgia and you're as highly coveted as you are and you take last year and you've red shirt last year. Yeah. And you're still slow making decisions with a year under your belt of trying to process the playbook. You're just going to be a slow decision maker. And for all of his physical tools and he's got like Matt Stafford, like upside if you make slow decisions, that suddenly makes you much closer to Christian Hackenberg than it does to Matt Stafford. (laughs) And that's a big problem. So that's why like when I first watched Jacob Eason, I really loved the traits that he put on display, but every single report that we are getting out of Washington right now is the light bulb is not on.
0: Yeah. And and I I know that he, he wasn't super committed and focused at Georgia. So that that's concerning. he, he should be, from the ground running, taking control of this football team. But he's not. He, yeah, he's not.
1: I got to work through.
0: There's that Cal safety. Dane Brewer, big fan, number two safety.
1: I I didn't rank him in the top 100.
0: You watch him? I haven't watched him, so I don't know. I don't he's know he's a good athlete. Yeah. Uh,
1: the next guy down for me is actually Darnay Holmes.
0: Okay, corner Uh, from UCLA. nickel
1: corner from UCLA who uh, Jonah Tolles just wrote about uh, this past week for the Draft Network. Uh, Holmes, definitely a Nick, but really like what he brings to the table from an athleticism standpoint. UCLA in general, there are other prospects, what, Josh Kelly running back? Yeah,
0: running back, yeah.
1: He's like a middle-of-day-three type player if he comes out this year as a redshirt junior. I just don't think he has any juice. Um, wide receiver Theo Howard, number 14. I didn't write up, but I know enough to know that you keep an eye on him. Um, offensive guard, Michael Alves, number 55, uh, flashed a little bit as far as uh, athleticism, playing in space, getting out in front. Uh, UCLA with Chip ran a bunch of like these buck sweeps, and they, they pulled two offensive linemen and got him out in front, and I thought he showed some nice things in that capacity. Uh, anybody else that you may have on UCLA, Joe?
0: Mm-mm. No, the two I have Kelly and Holmes. So
1: that's about all they got this year. This team's still super young, like Chips coming into year two. Yeah, they're at least another year or two away from really putting out NFL talent again.
0: Kind of weird. We haven't talked about USC yet. We've like done six teams. <laughs> like, nobody. is this the Virginia Tech of the of the Pac-12 now? Like. What a what like a brutal statement,
1: but also not inaccurate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they have a couple of receivers. Pittman, I know he's flashed, uh, Michael Pittman's son, Michael Pittman Jr., he's made some big plays in the passing game where you kind of saw an alpha mentality, but I, I don't I mean, I'm not sure he's as polished as a lot of the guys that we're talking about in a very good receiver year, but he's made some plays. And they have another receiver that I haven't quite looked at yet. Tyler Vaughns. Yeah, Tyler Vaughns.
1: Yeah, number twenty one. They're both tall. Uh, Pittman's like 6'4". Vaughns is like 6'2". I think Pittman's like two ten or something like that. Big boy. Mm-hmm. They yeah. also have um, EQ St. Brown's younger brother. Really? There as a true sophomore this year too. Yeah. Okay,
0: I need to know his name because if w- they named one son Equinemius, and they other named the other son like Steve, I got I got questions. Well, this one is Amun Ra okay very good that's that's on brand
1: which is uh that's that's like the Egyptian that's got some connection to like ancient Egypt I think terrific uh, I'm just
0: making sure that it was a creative name it was yeah don't good. worry
1: uh you good. remember when Stephen Carr was a thing
0: <laughs> No, I don't
1: remember when Stephen Carr first came to USC as a freshman like two years ago. He looked great. And he's just totally fallen off the face of the earth.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I don't remember him being a thing, but. How
1: dare you? Well, who who was the last USC back to come out? Because he's like stole all the playing time from that guy.
0: Ro- Rojo. Was it Rojo? Yeah, I mean, 2018. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: They didn't have anybody last year, did they? Running back, not that I'm aware of oh, or I can God.
1: think of. My producer's pulling it up. I don't want to misquote myself here. Yeah, he averaged like seven yards a touch for Steven U- Carr for USC in two thousand seventeen. Huh. He had uh, eighty-two touches and like almost six hundred yards from scrimmage.
0: Who else do you need to know about on this football team? For uh,
1: Christian a, for Rector?
0: Yeah, defensive. or He's like an edge, right?
1: Yes, defensive end, number 89. Um, he didn't really like – I didn't go crazy about him, but he's a big boy. He's 6'4", 275. Uh, pretty heavy-handed, but he doesn't move like a top-end prospect would move at 6'4", 275.
0: What do I have left? Arizona, Washington State, and Oregon State? Arizona State.
1: Yeah. All right, let's do turbo round here. We're at 30 minutes. They got those
0: running backs. What you, the you, hell happened it here?
1: Goes fast, man. What happened? I looked up. We're at 30 minutes. I looked up last time. We were like 16.
0: Right. Take, do, do the lightning round like I did for the ACC yesterday.
1: Okay. Uh, Did we acknowledge that we need to do Cal?
0: No, we need to do Cal. Uh, if there's anybody outside of that safety.
1: Uh, there's not. How's that? Okay. All right. Washington State. Did we acknowledge that we need to do Washington State?
0: Yeah, that was one of the teams that I had mentioned. Okay.
1: Uh, this team, as far as I'm concerned, does not have anybody either. Would you disagree with that statement?
0: <laughs> I don't have anyone on my watch list at all. So I'm... <laughs>
1: Correct. Uh, yeah. Arizona has uh, J.J. Taylor, the running mm-hmm. back. Um, why am i khalil tate the quarterback who's interesting mm-hmm. like i watched him and eric king from houston back to back and i thought there was some parallels and strengths between those two but um khalil tate's not 5'8, 185 pounds so he's got that working for him so jj taylor and khalil tate Uh, Also, defensively for Arizona, they have linebacker Colin Schooler, uh, who put up monster stats last year. He's a true junior, Mm -hmm. uh, but that is a name to definitely circle if you're watching Arizona. Arizona State has uh, Eno Benjamin is their headliner. Uh, He rushed for, I think it was 1,700, 1,800 yards last year. and He's got good contact balance, but he's only like 200, 205 pounds, so he's not quite as... Heavy is the way that he runs. He plays above his weight class in that capacity a little bit. They have a wide receiver, Brandon Ayuk, who's pretty smooth, number two. Uh, Defensively, they have
0: Chase Lucas, right? Chase Lucas, yes.
1: Uh, Redshirt junior corner, number 24. And then on their offensive line, their left tackle, Zach Robertson, also has some fans as well
0: oh he, he kicked i i've been had my eye on him for a while now yes. he started out as a guard yes he's he's got he's powerful
1: yeah six five three twenty five playing left tackle oh. this year for arizona state
0: oh i'm interested there i need to spend some time on his tape soon
1: who are we forgetting that it that's it
0: for arizona state that's it for everybody. We did Colorado, UCLA, whoa, whoa, USC. Whoa, 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 whoa. The Beavers of Oregon State, sir. No, Do you have anyone? No, I have no one. Do you have anyone <laughs> for Oregon State? I got, Let me just double check. No. <laughs> okay.
1: Let's call it a day. <laughs> Joe, Buffalo Bills and Miami Dolphins both play football tonight.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm excited. I'll best, be there. Best wishes to you. Yeah. Um, no Cam Newton or Luke Kuechly for the Panthers tonight, so Boo. Will you see Josh Allen play football? Oh, you'll see Josh Allen play football. He's got to get ready for a season, brother. He's not not a nine-year pro, man. This guy started like 13 (laughs) games. He's got to play.
1: We'll see a lot of Josh Rosen tonight, I'm hoping. So hopefully we both have positive experience with our 2018 quarterbacks. Uh, Come back on Monday, see how we feel. We're also doing (laughs) the Big Ten on Monday, finishing up the Power Five conferences, and then we'll do a little bit of Notre Dame on Tuesday uh, in front of takes on takes.
0: Kyle Krabs. man we got one of the weirdest questions we've ever seen for takes on takes we did can you tease it um it's yeah 90s boys bands 90s oh, yeah. boys. and yeah. i'm gonna have to like learn who these guys are or we maybe can, not i'll just figure it out on we Tuesday. you can
1: blame trevor for this yeah
0: thank you trevor so
1: <laughs> thanks Trevor. all right Kyle Krabs, joe marino signing off thanks as always for listening to draft these podcasts